Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to One Bills Live, hour number three, here on a uh, very somber Tuesday in the wake of the emergency medical treatment required for DeMar Hamlin, Bill's second year safety. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And as we do the day after games uh, on this show, We bring in Eric Wood, Bill's radio color analyst. It's a much different day after game, Eric, as you well know. Um, You and I were dealing with it in real time on the air on the Bill's radio network. We know a little bit more now, um, but he's still in critical condition. So, Eric, maybe walk me through, you know, how in the aftermath of, you know, something like this, because we've heard from the league already that, as of right now, week 18 is unchanged. How you somehow wrap your head around compartmentalizing this and trying to move forward knowing that there's the potential you got to play another game in five days. Yeah, and I, to my understanding, they've had to just hop right into game planning for New England today because that's what you have to do. That's part of your job, and – DeMar still in Cincinnati and they're just waiting for answers, waiting for any information and as we all are. And we're just praying for any bit of, of good news that we can get. But we talked about compartmentalizing before we knew the severity of the situation. Me and Chris did on air because a, a very great question Chris asked me was, you know, how do you go back out there when you see one of your teammates down like that? Let's let's go back to Tennessee and Dane Jackson. You know, the defense has got to go right back out on the field after seeing a guy get carted off in an ambulance. And so it's a really tough situation. Now, we didn't know the extent of it at the time that we had that conversation. We said, look, these guys have lives. They're constantly battling things off the field, and you show up and you do your job. Last night was different. Last night was obviously not a situation where you go back and do your job. And and, and to my understanding, both teams agreed that there's no way – without knowing the status of DeMar, that they could go back out on the field in that situation. And so they weren't forced to. But now today, as you got a game five days away, you must. And you try and likely, if you're those guys on uh, that were down there on the field around DeMar, get the images of a 10-minute, almost 10-minute CPR session to revive a teammate of yours. Try and get those images out of your head, the, you know, constant emotions that you feel for DeMar's mother who was trying to get onto the, I mean, just the situation that is traumatizing even to talk about much less if you're in pad standing next to him. Yeah. And if, as that thing happens, I mean, none of us have ever seen anything about it. We, you know, the, the, the catchphrase of the day is we're in uncharted waters. It's hard to process something you've never experienced or even felt like you were even prepared for. We've seen, we've seen ambulances on, the field before the thing that makes this different I think for everybody Eric is that usually 
you get a thumbs up from the player. You see the player, if his leg's broken, you see him high-fiving his teammates or giving him a hug. Even if, it's a, if he's upset, um, you know he's going to be okay. We don't have that information for DeMar Hamlin. I think that's what makes it so difficult for all of us to get past this. Absolutely. And the fact that he was on the field without a pulse. You know, even those that lay motionless with spinal injuries, you're right, Steve. We generally get that thumbs up. The risk of of loss of life isn't necessarily there. Yes, you could have extreme circumstances with those injuries. This was much different. This was a life and death situation. And you guys know, and we've talked about it so much. And Steve, as long as you played, there's inherent risks playing football. There's, there's physical risks, but this is different. This is a different situation here where this wasn't a monster hit across the middle. This was the, the exact wrong hit at the wrong spot at the wrong time that left him motionless, left him without a pulse for, for a period of time. We don't know exactly how long before the CPR and the rest of the treatment was able to revive him on the field. But um, yeah, it was, it was like nothing I've ever seen. The atmosphere in Cincinnati was electrifying. I mean, walking from my car to the stadium, I grew up in Cincinnati. I'd never seen anything like that in that city. Now, Bills fans have a strong presence as well, bring some energy themselves. But, I mean, that opening kickoff, maybe the loudest I've heard at, at kickoff, maybe outside of Buffalo this season, and even even maybe for some Bills games, and then you go from that to less, a little over halfway through the first quarter, complete silence. Just, it was, it was eerie in there. Yeah, Eric, I will tell you at the top of the show, uh, I did tip my hat to your hometown. Uh, just the class that the Cincinnati fans showed, not only in the stadium, the orderly way in which they left, even though a night that they had planned for a lot of fun and entertainment got turned on its head. But then you had Cincinnati fans that went to the hospital, Eric, and had a candlelight vigil outside the hospital last night. Really got to tip the hat to your people there in in the Queen City there in Ohio. Well, I appreciate that. And it's just like Buffalo. I I did a bunch of media appearances last week, and they would ask me about my hometown and then what became my hometown of Buffalo, my original hometown of Cincinnati. And I – I said, you know, I just feel like the NFL is better when markets like Cincinnati and Buffalo are good and they're so passionate. And so there's some similarities between the towns. Um, You know, Buffalo, known as the city of good neighbors, the west side of Cincinnati especially would uh, give give a run for their money just the way how cordial everybody is and willing to help in any situation. And they showed it last night. I can say I walked out with the general fan base because I was walking to my car because I was driving back to Louisville last night after the game and you know there's bad eggs in every crowd so I expected to get frustrated leaving with the rest of the fans that just had got the news that the game is going to be suspended for good that night and there there wasn't any there was no you know almost just like a low murmur leaving the game people having conversations but it was it was a very classy atmosphere leaving there and that just speaks to how affected 70,000 people were by the event that happened on the field. Yeah, there was – and, of course, for us, we're watching the broadcast is all we can do. We're back here in Buffalo, and we're catching what we can catch on social media, which is sometimes, a, you know, a, 
a dicey situation because, you know, everybody has an opinion. And uh, the decision that happened early, uh, I thought the decision, I told Brownie this, the decision to to suspend the game in this case was actually made by Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor. The conversation they had when the teams were still on the field and they were sitting there with the official, the head official, and Sean had his hand on his mouth and he was talking and Sean said, and they both nodded in agreement and Sean looked at his sideline and said, everybody in the locker room. Right then is when the game was not going to happen. And I thought it shows great leadership by the league the when you know whenever the things got up line of what was going on in Cincinnati and the you know I'm sure the league was you know, it's not like they weren't aware but when they got on the phone and when uh Don Aponte saw what was going on the league just said okay you guys made the call go with it we're ready to that there was nothing about it never really got to the point where how are they going to get on with the game? How are they going to res- re- resume the game? The two head coaches made the call, and the league backed them up. And I thought it was a brilliant, a brilliant move and a great move in leadership for the league to take the word of the guys that were actually on the ground there making the call. Yeah, I think you have to do that because it'd be easy to sit at the league offices in D.C. or Philadelphia, it'd be easy to sit there and not be in the stadium and understand the gravity of the situation and what's truly being felt by those on the field. And, you know, the NFL took some grief and took a lot of grief, you know, as long as it took to cancel the game, as long as, you know, they there's rumors that they said you have five minutes to get back out in the field. And look, I'm not saying the NFL is perfect. I'm not saying these organizations are perfect. But in an unprecedented situation – where there's so much at stake, I think everybody needs a little grace here. You know, you have a young man that's 24 years old, whether it was the right, you know, whether everyone agrees that we should have canceled the game or not, that's that's on those participating. And then for the NFL, you know, they're they're denying the five-minute deal. And however it shook out, they're not, they're not there. I just feel like in this situation, you know, unless someone's truly trying to be a, a troll on social media. Let's, let's give some grace here. Yeah. There, what, go ahead. One of the things we had heard, because I've been in the booth where uh, Troy Aikman and, and uh, Joe Buck were, and Terry McCauley, the official that's in there with them. And I'm sure that when this began to take place and the league, Terry McCauley probably got on the horn with the, his guy back at the league office and said, Hey, what is, what's this supposed to look like? And the league office says, well, depending, you know, if 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 it takes a long time, they'll give the players five minutes to warm back up and then resume the game. Well, Terry, you know, that's just a procedural thing. That's not a policy or anything like that. Well, he wasn't. A, yeah, he was just saying what the procedure is. He wasn't trying to apply it to that game. Yeah. He was just pro- providing right. information on what procedures could take place. And Terry McCauley turns and to Joe Buck during one of the five commercial breaks they take right then. Terry McCauley turns to Joe Buck and says, listen, I've heard from the league that it's a, like they'll have a five-minute warm-up period and then they'll get going. That has nothing to do with the decision of whether they were going to go on with the game or not, right? So it, people got right. the idea that the league is up there going, no, give them five minutes and let's go. There, nothing could be further from the truth. And that's what, you know, you, that never got up the flag far enough for anybody to even consider it. 
Um, and I'll say this again. When, Sean Mc, when Zach Taylor walked across the field to talk to Sean McDermott and those two guys were in agreement that this was way beyond anything anybody had ever gone through, that's when the decision was made that that game wasn't going to happen and the league got on board with it. So yeah. I'm, I thought it was a... I thought it was a, exactly the way that should have been handled. Eric, there, there is one positive that has come out of this, and we hope there are more in the future, namely DeMar's condition, but his foundation was flooded with donations. With this being a nationally televised game, it was not just Bill's mafia contributing to his foundation, as is usually the case, there were donations coming in every three seconds at one point from across the country. It was at 400000 by the time we were leaving the stadium last night at midnight. Today it is over $4 million. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And that just shows how everybody around the country right now, how, how, how shook they were from that and then spurs them to action to want to do something, anything. Yes, keep praying keep encouraging, keep supporting in any way you can. But then, hey, we want to we just show some appreciation for this 24-year-old and DeMar Hamlin that many of us are learning a lot more about. We're getting to hear about what kind of incredible young man he is, about the impact he tries to make off the field as well. Let's, let's try and provide him some support. So very classy move by, by so many individuals. Last time I saw it was close to 150,000 people had made donations, just a – powerful um, kind of faith in humanity restoring move by so many individuals out there. So what, uh, you know, your thoughts now about, you know, the league had, you know, their kind of hands are tied, you know, I mean, and it's hard even to address anything other than waiting on, on the, you know, for positive things to be reported about DeMar's improvement. The league, they can't get this game in. It's too late in the season. Um, do you are you a proponent? I've I've just suggested this. I just leave it as a hole in the Bengals and the Bills schedule. They skip the game. They'll play sixteen games. Everybody else will play seventeen and go with winning percentages and go with the standings the way they are and and not try to go back and pay back a game out of two hundred and sixty four whatever games they have. Just let's just move. Let's just move on from it. Move on from this game. Yeah. Um, the teams have, they have to. Yeah, I, I think that makes the most sense. I mean, as me and Chris were doing post game afterwards, I was telling Chris, look, if the situation is the Bills either finish this game or they forfeit, then screw it. Yeah, forfeit. Take the loss. Yeah. Take the loss. Yeah. And we'll go to Kansas City and it is what it is. But don't, that's not what they needed to be worried about in that moment. We'll see what the league does. I think, Steve, I think your situation makes the most sense. It has the less, the least amount of moving parts. You have that week off between the conference championship games and the Super Bowl. You could potentially have a week 19 game with Bills and Bengals, which would provide enormous ratings with the playoff implications that that would involve if both teams were to take care of business this weekend. And so, and if Kansas City were to somehow lose this weekend to the Raiders, that would be for the number one overall seed and a chance to have the next week off. 
I don't know how that would shake. You know, that would be really tough on the Bills to give everybody heading into the playoffs a free week right. and the Bengals the same. So I, I don't know what the exact best move is here. And, you know, that's why those guys make the big bucks and everyone gets on Roger Goodell by about his salary. That's, you know, right around that 50 million a year mark. But when you're the CEO and you have to make really tough decisions of a over $10 billion revenue company a year, this, this is when you earn it. Yeah. Right. Eric, thanks uh, for jumping on with us. We know it hasn't been easy for any of us, so uh, we appreciate the time. We'll catch up with you later in the week. Sounds good. My pleasure, guys. All right, that's Eric Wood joining us, Bill's Radio Color Analyst. And, uh, yeah, it was – we were going through it in real time there on the air, and it's like (laughs) you turn into a news reporter. You're no longer a sports broadcaster. You are a field reporter – out of the newsroom and you're just describing the scene, describing what happened and providing the information that, you know, which at the time was very limited. And so you're trying to be there for the listening audience with limited resources in terms of what you can deliver to them that they're waiting for. And it was a long time on the field. It's like almost 15 minutes from start to finish. And it felt like a half an hour just because everybody was waiting anxiously to see if there would be some resolution to the emergency care he was receiving. So, yeah, it was I, – I don't want to use a negative word, but it was terrible. It was terrible yeah. going through that and having to describe it and, you know, then reiterating it, hey, <clears throat> if you're just joining us, this is what's taking yeah. place. And, and for it was rough. And for – I know this, too, for all those – all of us who were back we, – you know, we were here in Buffalo uh, and – for all of us who, and all those people at, around the country who are watching the broadcast, ESPN caught the faces of Josh and Steph, Tredavious. Uh, spent- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mr. Brown, you know, they were, you, they were visibly shaken. Oh, crying. Yeah, like visibly. dozens of guys crying. And, Tears. You know, Saran Neal was couldn't hold it together. I mean, it was it was it was really, really traumatic for these guys. And that in and of itself made it way different, way different than any other injury incident I've ever witnessed. You you even cat even big, you know, ones where, you know, you know, guys, you know, like the Alex Smith incident. And the Kevin Everett incident, guys saw the guy move, and he was, you know, this was they were, they, they were, were frantically working on their teammate to try and save his life, frantically. Well, and I, and, and I, that in and of itself makes it completely different than anything else you've ever seen. And you've talked about this before. Athletes, young athletes in particular, in this line of work, they're finely tuned, highly trained, and many of them believe. They are bulletproof. Sure. And so when something like this is witnessed by players who have that mindset, suddenly the fragility of life shakes them to their core because, holy crap, I'm not bulletproof. And neither right. is my teammate. Right. And, you know, that's got to – I mean, you've said it. Like, when you were 24 and you're a strapping yeah. athlete, you felt like you could run through walls. Right. I was, you know – Yes, exactly. You feel invincible. You really do. Um, and you're not only are you invincible, you hang out with guys who are your family who are invincible too. Right. It's like the, you know, it's like being one of the Avengers. You know. I mean, it really, it's about. really the way they feel. And then to see one of them go down like and and in an instant, and then to see people. And you can you feel the you know we've you've all seen it. I mean you can imagine it. But working the to revive working them. hard, and you can see the concern and the and the urgency on the face of the EMTs and the first responders and the medical guys, and the guy you know yelling for the AED, um, and they f- sprint and frank- frantically run that thing out into the middle of the field. Um, it's more than just sobering. You know it's traumatizing. And they, I, I just they were think, smart, the league was smart enough to take the yeah. the the cue from Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor, saying, "Listen, that's it. You, this is cra- it's crazy. Ask these guys to come out and play a game." Yeah, but I thought of that because I know you've talked all the time about how young athletes they feel like they're bulletproof, and yeah. this was a very jarring reminder that they are not. And I think that's what really shook a lot of those guys to their core. They really did realize, well, it doesn't matter what age you are, if you're 24 or 84, life is fragile no matter who you are. Uh, let's take a phone call here as Harold in Rochester has been waiting patiently. Harold, you're on One Bills Live. What do you got for us? Well, I mean, obviously, first and foremost, I want to be concerned about DeMar and and um, hope that he's getting great medical care there in Cincinnati. But I also am concerned about, you know, the other guys on the team and the players on the team that they're getting help because I, I have witnessed a traumatic event and, it stays with you, you know. It it it's hard, and uh, I hope that those guys are getting help too. I mean, 
looked like Dane Jackson and those guys in the DB room looked like Dane Jackson was the first guy to get over there and run to the situation. And um, Saran Neal looked really upset. And when they announced that about five minutes, they showed Trey White. And I was like, that guy's not going to be able to play football for several days. So yeah, I just want to make sure yeah. that the players on the team, and especially in that DB room, are, are getting support and, and help right now as well. Yeah, I, yeah, thank I think you, Harold. Thanks, Harold. You can rest assured that the team has things in place to address the mental health concerns of all of the players on the roster, and I would imagine the wheels are very much in motion on all of that. As I know, the players did have to come in for a meeting today early this afternoon I would imagine that a lot of those elements were put in place and the players were made aware that they could take advantage of those resources because really it is about healing mentally first before this team can even think about playing another football game. And hopefully that's soon followed by an improved report on DeMar Hamlin's condition so everyone can breathe a little bit easier and at least have the peace of mind that their teammates going to be okay going forward. That's right. Um, they're. Um, it, it's commonplace for uh, for teams now to have access to mental health care for their players and the players' families, and you know, uh, and particularly here in this building, it's wide even into the staff and workers around the building as well. So, um, yes, that will be addressed. And it will be obviously made available for all these guys. And, and, and as we saw, there's going to be a good hand, more than a handful of them, that are going to probably take advantage of it because they need it badly. Yeah. So uh, um, you're right, Harold, from Rochester. appreciate the call. It's uh, something that has to be taken really seriously because it's, it goes hand-in-hand hand with what we've spoken about on the show at all the time. These guys play like they play – and they pour them everything into these games, everything. They're, and their wives and children and families and their support crews at home know it. And they feel it when the guy's playing well, when he's not playing well, when, when things are bad with the team, or when it's game day and he needs to get to the stadium and he's kind of antsy about it. They feel what he feels going through all of this. And you can bet that you know these players are going to lean on their families a lot to help them get through this, and their families are going to get help from the club as well. So it – Yes, it is a large number of people in this building that are affected by an instance like this, an occurrence like this. And the club, I think clubs are not just the Bills, but clubs around the league do reach out and feel and do their best to take care of all of those needs. So um, that is not just being – nobody's casually waving that off at all. It's not being paid any lip service. It's an action and it's it's happening now. They have people on staff that look out for that kind of thing. We'll take a break here. When we return, we will address some of the controversy, I guess is a strong word, but some of the questions that were raised about this so-called five-minute warm-up period to resume the game. Troy Vincent, the executive vice president of football operations at the league office, addressed it on the conference call last night. We'll play those comments for you next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live here on a tough Tuesday, uh, less than 24 hours removed from the emergency medical care required for DeMar Hamlin. 
We're trying to help uh, each and every one of you through it as members of the Bills fan community, Bills Mafia, and uh, hoping in some small way we're uh, easing the difficulty with which you're moving through this day uh, after seeing what transpired with DeMar last night. There is no new update. He remains in critical condition in the ICU unit at University of Cincinnati Medical Center. And we're hoping and waiting for news of improved condition. I think all of us will breathe a little bit easier when we hear those words that DeMar's condition is now stable. We're hoping for those words to be coming sooner rather than later for sure. There is one thing we wanted to address. There was a little bit of questioning of the league's handling of the situation last night before ultimately postponing the game indefinitely. And there was some confusion as to whether or not the league was planning to resume the game and give players five minutes to warm up. John Perry at the league office, former official, basically was relaying to the ESPN telecast that in the event that a game is resumed after a long delay, players are given five minutes to warm up. In no way was he indicating that was the decision that the league was going to make. He was just explaining procedurally what would happen in such an event potentially. Yeah, it, and if, unfortunately, Joe Buck and I think Troy Aikman kind of took it and applied well, it just, to the game. Well, they just said, hey, listen, we're hearing from the league. It would be a five-minute warm-up, and they're going to resume the game. That's what they, you know, that's the way they presented it, um, and something gets lost in there when the fact that you know their guy Terry McCauley called someone in New York, and the guy in New York just gives them a procedural listen, like when it, there's a rain delay or a longer injury thing or whatever, they're just you know give them a five minute warm up right. and they'll get back to the game. That's if the game's going to go back on. So that was never about the league deciding that the game was going to be right. Resumed. So on the conference call late last night with Don Aponte, Chief Administrator of Football Ops, Troy Vincent, the Executive Vice President of Football Ops at the league level, and Jeff Miller, Senior Vice President of Health and Safety at the league level, they were asked the question about this five-minute warm-up period that had been delivered on the air on the ESPN telecast. Here is Troy Vincent addressing that very concern. And I'm not sure where... Um where that came from, um, frankly, there was no uh, no time period for the players to to get warmed up. Frankly, the only uh, the only thing that we asked was that uh, Sean communicate with both head coaches um, to make sure they had the proper time inside the locker room to discuss what they felt like was best. So I'm not I'm not sure uh, where that where that came from. Uh, five minutes warm up never never was never crossed my mind personally. And I was uh, the one, I'm saying I, not to be selfish, but the one that was communicating with the commissioner. Uh, we never, frankly, it never crossed our mind to talk about warming up to resume play. That's, that's ridiculous. That's, that's um, insensitive. Um, and that's not a place that, that we should ever be in. So that's Troy Vincent addressing that question. I think people heard it on the telecast, assumed it was happening for that game last night, and that was clearly not the case based on what Troy Vincent said. Uh, it was a procedural 
rule that was explained in no way, according to Troy Vincent, was even it even a, considered think, yeah, to be applied it, last night. I don't even think it was a rule. Um, I, I think it was just more of a – listen, in, the, in Super Bowl 42, two, I think when the lights went out, maybe it's 47. Six, 47. Um, it was the Ravens versus the Niners in New Orleans, and the lights went out. I was yeah, you were there for that reporter, one. Right. So um, th- when, when there's a delay like that, and they, they don't know exactly when the lights are going to come on or whatever, when it's going to be resumed. The officials do their best to make sure that the pl- they have warning so that they can stay loose. If it's going to be like a half an hour, they tell them and they t- say, hey, you better start warming up or whatever. We're going to kick it off. As soon as these lights come on, we're kicking it off or putting it into play. That's kind of, that's kind of the, the, uh, the way they handle these types of de- these delays. For whatever reason, in, in the case I'm saying, it was a lights-out delay. In another case, it could have been you know, an, a delay of a, an ambulance or it could have been a lightning delay or weather delay down in Miami or Tampa Bay or something. Um, that's the way they handle it. Terry McCauley, who is the rules a- expert in the, in the booth with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, as he should, he calls the guy in New York, the head of officiating, says, hey, you know, what do you think about that? How's this going to handle? And the guy in the fi- – without saying anything about whether the game's going to go on or not, he says, how do they handle the, a delay of this nature, or this long? And he says, well, if it's a delay this long, they usually give them five minutes to warm up. You know, they're going to give them some warning. And that's what Terry McCauley tells Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. He says, hey, I just talked to New York, and what will happen is they'll get, you know, if the game resumes, they give them five minutes to warm up and go on. And Troy Aikman and <laughs> – they go. They said, well, we heard from New York. They'll give them five minutes to warm up. And it sounds like, you know, we're hearing from New York. There's going to be a five-minute warm-up, and they'll resume the game. Well, that's not exactly what they heard from New York. Yeah, that's, that's not – it's just not accurate with where the league was. The league, right. very, from the, the league from the jump was deferring any and all decision-making to the boots on the ground in Cincinnati. Donna Ponte was the NFL official – that was on the ground in Cincinnati last night, the chief administrator of football operations. She was there at the game. And she was in close contact with Sean McDermott, Zach Taylor, and the head referee, Sean Smith. If you've seen any of the tunnel And Troy Vincent and Jeff Miller at the league office were deferring to them. What's the situation? How upset are the players? Is this a situation that we can come back from with a game? Absolutely not. It's not happening. Okay. And everybody's in agreement on that? Yes. Done. Right. Now, See, it didn't happen that quickly. They went to the Bills locker room, talked to those players. They went to the Cincinnati locker room, talked to those players. They got the officials together with the coaches, and all those discussions took place. And then there was some back-and-forth conversation with the league. And did it probably take longer than most people would have liked? Sure. But they're dealing with an unprecedented situation in real time with people in different places by phone trying to – delineate anything and everything that has taken place, and let alone making sure that DeMar Hamlin thing. was properly taken care of and sent to the hospital. Right. That, and here's the thing. The people on the phone who weren't anywhere near it up in New York were deferring, were the ones who make the call, who have the power to make the call. But they're deferring to the people who are on the ground there. So you got to get those people in touch with each other. And Don Aponte is the is the lady who is the chief administrator of football operations. She's right there. So it's her phone they're on. If you see some of the footage, if you go back and look on social, she's the lady in the black slacks 
standing right with Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor. And she's passed, they passed the phone back and forth. It's her phone. Yeah. And she is, in essence, facilitating the postponement of the game that Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor have agreed that it's going to be postponed or maybe forever. Um, and that's how it happened. And, you know, the, and that's how things get misconstrued and all of that in the, in the translation of how, who knew what, when, and all of that. And why does it take so long? You know, people are outraged that it took like a half an hour after DeMar was taken yeah. off for them to cancel the game. Well, they got that. They got it right. I mean, yeah. that's all I can. All you can say. It's I the mean, bottom line. Okay, they so they didn't make it. The moment his head hit the ground. Okay, but they got it right, and they got it yeah. right in a reasonable. Fa- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fashion, I think. Let's go back to the phones, and next up is Steve on a cell. What do you have for us, Steve? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, guys. Um, I want to touch lightly on last night, then I want to make a comment to your broadcast, Brownie. I, I, I'm going to side with Steve because uh, you always pick the classy side. Yeah, these people, unprecedented, deserve grace and patience. Nobody's gone through this, uh, I'm going to say, in very few sports, let alone the NFL. So, the NFL and the administration deserves grace and patience and a pass. Uh, Brownie, I just want to say what a great job you did on the broadcast. I listened to Murph. I've listened back to the days of Von Miller. And I have a TV, and I watch the national games or the NFL ticker. But I don't like the national announcers. They don't really know our team. They don't know our community. They don't know our region. And for you to step in like that, and I'm not, I don't mean to puff you up on a tough day, but I was listening to it, and I, my wife sits there and tolerates me and no sound and just watching it. I said, I cannot believe how, how good of an announcer Chris Brown is to seamlessly step in. Is that something that you have to do week to week because you're in the bullpen just in case something like this happens? Uh, fill me in on how, 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 what a remarkable job you did. I, well, I appreciate that, Steve. That's very nice of you to say. Yeah, I mean, you always 
it's like the life of a backup quarterback, I guess. I, mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. You always got to be ready because something like what happened this past week could happen. Um, so you try to prepare as best you can, and, you know, you just try to be ready. And, you know, I, I already texted these guys after last night. Obviously, we were busy with the DeMar Hamlin situation, but I texted them all this morning. All the guys on the radio broadcast crew, I texted them and said thank you for making me as an add-in to your radio team so easy and so seamless because they really propped me up and, and supported me, and their professionalism was outstanding. You know, Eric Wood, Sal Capaccio, Greg Harvey, um, Todd Brody, and Jeff Matthews were just great. Um, I can't thank them enough for making it as easy as possible on me to deliver that broadcast to you, and we obviously – Wish Murph well and hope he's doing better after going under the weather and not being able to make the trip. Um, but thanks. That's very nice of you to say, and, and I appreciate those comments. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, too, I'm, and I work with Brownie every day. I knew I, I, we were all supportive here. We were you know, cheering for Brownie to do, have the game and get a chance to do it because it, it's an honor. I mean, right? I mean, it's, yes, absolutely. It's an, an absolute honor to, to be able to call a, a, a game for the Buffalo Bills here in Buffalo. And, um, you're right. No, I mean, you never really think anybody's going to do it except Murph. I mean, Murph's the guy. And, right. And, uh, and when that something like this happens and it gets dropped into his lap, um, it's been a minute since he did it, but he's you had like eight, he's got 18 years of doing play-by-plays, a lot of arena football games and all of that. So I knew Brownie was going to hit it out of the park. I did not know. We None of us knew how this game was going to turn out the way it did. Yeah. And for you and E – Eric Wood, to handle it the way you did, man, I'm really proud of you. You got us through a really tough spot, and we are still doing it today. But um, I'm proud of you, Brownie. You did Thanks. great. And, Appreciate uh, that. And there's no, there could be no more difficult a spot to be in, and you handle it with a lot of grace and a lot of, um, a lot of tact and. Uh, a lot of emotion. I we appreciate it. So all of yep. for all Bills Mafia, you got thrown into <laughs> what was a fire. Uh, and you came out a lot stronger and helped us through it, too. So thanks. Thank you. Appreciate that. We'll take a break and close it up here on One Bills Live. To One Bills Live as uh, we're showing our MSG viewers some well wishes and from teammates uh, for DeMar Hamlin. Just want to let you know we appreciate you guys all being part of the show today so we can all kind of uh, wrap our head around this together. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow at our normal time, 1 o'clock, and we'll talk to you then. So until then, we'll see you tomorrow. Continue those prayers for DeMar. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.